0: Welcome to the Start Over Coder podcast. I am the Start Over Coder, and I'm taking you along on my quest, transitioning from a corporate nine to five to being a professional developer in pursuit of financial independence, in today's podcast, I'm introducing a new series called Discoveries, where I'll be sharing some cool resources I found this week that I think were are interesting to share with other people. So the first one for today is the Learn to Code With Me podcast. I am a huge fan of podcasts. um potentially why I decided to start one myself, and I think there's so much that you can learn from them, and it's a great way, an easy way to kind of digest the information just listening while you're doing the dishes or driving or commuting or whatever. And this is a great one that I found out about from someone that I met at a meetup recently um, who introduced me to this podcast. So the Learn to Code With Me podcast is hosted by a woman named Laurence Bradford. She is a self-taught developer who's been coding, um, at the time I'm recording this, it sounds like for about three years or so. And she initially, when she was first starting to learn how to code, she started a blog to kind of go through some of the... Similar to what I'm doing here, to kind of talk about some of the things that she found difficult or things that she learned as she was learning to code. And about a year after starting the blog, she decided to start a podcast kind of to support what was going on on the blog. And the format is that she interviews people who work in tech. Each episode is about 30 to 45 minutes. And it's a very informal, quick, um, and concise interview about a certain topic. So it's in its third season now, the first season had 15 episodes and the theme of the season was how to get paid for your skills. So she interviewed people from several different kinds of companies and with different backgrounds to talk about how they, how someone might get started freelancing, how someone can really start from knowing no code and move into the place where they um, can really start getting work, different areas of technology where, as a beginner, you might start off to um, make money sooner rather than later. So that was kind of the general theme of the season. Season 2 also had a theme, this one was 20 episodes, and it was all about self-taught developers, so people who have done basically what I'm doing now and what you yourself might be doing, talking about what they did before they transitioned into technology, how they found that transition, what kinds of jobs they found, what some of the more difficult things were along the way, etc., and season three, which is running right now, um, there is no theme. So it's just lots of different people covering lots of different topics. Um, I get the sense more similar to the Code Newbie podcast, which I've also mentioned in previous episodes, um, We're really just interviewing people, talking about interesting topics that are really related and relatable to new coders. So I'm in the middle of season one right now. So haven't gotten all the way through it. Maybe in a future episode of this podcast, I will, uh, do a review and maybe kind of suggest some episodes that I would want to highlight to share. But, um, in the meantime, I would definitely recommend just in whatever app or store you use to listen to this podcast, search for the learn to code with me podcast and give it a try. I think it's great. I've really enjoyed it. And maybe you can learn from it too. The second discovery for this week is a way to get free access to lynda.com. So if you're not familiar, lynda.com is a website that has video courses and tutorials on lots and lots of different topics. They have, at this point, just shy of 6,000 different courses that are available. And related to technology, it covers everything from, uh, you know, any language you can probably think of. Also frameworks, um, programming, foundations. There are courses on mobile developing, gaming development. Um, and then they've also curated what they call learning paths, where it's a series of courses to get you really familiar with, say, mobile development. So, um, it's a really good resource besides programming and development classes. They also have lots and lots of other, in fact, the majority of the courses on lynda.com are other topics. So it's everything from print design, graphic design, um, content marketing, SEO, audio production, animation, photography. Um, and then, you know, even basics like How to use programs like Excel or Microsoft Word or Microsoft Outlook. So it really ranges from, you know, compute newbie to a computer full stop to, you know, more advanced topics that you might be interested in learning. So normally access to lynda.com is by subscription. It costs, um, and it's a little bit difficult to get the detailed listing of prices without giving all of my personal data away. But it looks like it's about $20 a month for a basic subscription or $30 a month for a premium subscription, which allows you to view offline. And, um, these prices are charged annually. So if you want to just pay monthly, it's actually a little bit more, it's maybe 25 and 35 or somewhere around there. But the thing that I discovered and what I am really excited to share today is that you can get this access to all of their nearly 6,000 courses for free through your local library, hopefully. Um, it's fantastic. It's a win for programming because of the breadth and depth of information that's available on lynda.com. And also, you know, with the goal of financial independence, it's amazing to have something for free that can provide a lot of value. And especially if normally you would have to pay for it. So lynda.com has a program where they work with libraries around the country, really, um, maybe around the world. I'm not sure. It's definitely worth looking into where the library basically buys a license for its members to access lynda.com. So my library that I have close to me uh, has this arrangement in place so I one day just happened to be well actually my library um, gives cheaper parking than some other parking lots around an area that I was going to be in so in order to get the cheap parking, I parked at the library and then while I was there I had to get a me- membership card and go through the whole thing and I was just looking around and found this out so um it just requires you getting your library card. Uh, and then accessing their online portal with those details. So very, very simple, free, and worth it, in my opinion. Well, well, well worth it. Now, I wasn't able to find a list of libraries that have this license in place. Uh, I get the sense that that's probably on purpose, but just... Check out your local library's website and see if it's something that they offer. If they don't have it, I would recommend asking for it. It's um, just reading through kind of some the press releases from when they first initiated this program. It seems like libraries are able to buy the license based on the number of users. So, depending on your library's budget and how big its footprint is, it may not be completely absurd for them to get this license if they know that people who use the library are interested in having it. So it can't hurt to ask. You may as well do it. And then if you don't have access to lynda.com through your library, it's also worth mentioning that some universities have an affiliation with Lynda. So if you have an affiliation with the university, you may as well look to see if that's something that they offer. Also, it's worth checking with your employer. I know my employer used to offer, they may still offer lynda.com access for building up skills that are relevant to your job. So, for example, if I have a lot of PowerPoint presentations to put together and I want to increase my skills, I could put a case together and submit it to like my manager or HR or something, and then I would have the company would pay for access to Lynda for a certain amount of time. Now, once you have access to it for anything, you've got access to it for everything. So if that is something that your company offers, find a legitimate business case and reason to get it through your work, but then you've got it for everything else. So that's great. So free Lynda is something that is amazing. And if you can get it through your library, that's probably the easiest way, but it's just something that I thought was worth sharing. So those are my two discoveries for this week. If you know of something that's worth sharing, you can leave it in the comments, which you can find in a link in the show notes to this episode, or you can tweet me at StartOverCoder. And if you like what you hear and want to stay with me on this journey of learning to code, leaving the nine to five and pursuing financial independence, be sure to subscribe to this podcast through your favorite podcast app or by visiting startovercoder.com slash subscribe. That's all for this time. Signing off.